What's up, daddies? If you're in the Chicagoland area, I'll be doing a live taping of Power Moves on Friday, September 17th at the Lincoln Lodge Theater in Chicago at 11 p.m. with my buddies Sean Flannery and your boy 80s clown. Maybe we'll have a few cold ones. Who knows? That's Friday, September 17th at the Lincoln Lodge Theater. You can check out the ticket link in the show description. Yeah, we're making power moves. Rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan. Rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans. Just making power moves. Ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now he lied with no class. Blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. Back. Welcome to Power Moves episode 142. I'm your host, Mike Burns. Joining me once again from Los Angeles, whoop, California. You know him from iCarly and as Baker Mayfield's ah. best friend in an insurance commercial or whatever that was for. It's Mike Brido Bridenstine. What's up, daddy? Hey, man. I, those are two credits I think about all the time. <laughs> I was like, I, everyone knows you're from the hunk podcast, but. Probably not everyone who listens to the show knows you were on iCarly. <laughs> Tell your kids I was on iCarly. Tell them also Mike Burns is on Hunk uh, Friday as you get this. With? With, with Natalie from Facts of Life. That's right. Mindy Cohen was on. Very lovely Burns. person. Very funny. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't have been. I couldn't have been more pleased for someone that I was excited to meet and uh, share a microphone with to be such a great funny person she was fabulous everyone yeah, it was cool to be able to do that with you and mike holmes and amy miller and mia jackson some of the funniest people that i know so everyone's so starstruck too like everyone held it together for a while though yeah right for the in, until until she uh she signed off everyone's mm-hmm. and she's very she's yeah. funny she played ball she's great she's a professional she, she did tell Burns to fuck off, though, which is the <laughs> clip that I'm going to be using. So great. Is that true? What? That I'm going to use the clip? Well, I don't know. Did, that... Just in just. Okay, she so, said so she says, no, no, no. Yeah, she was kidding, but it's still very funny. Right. She goes, hey, Mike. And then she stuck out her middle finger and mouthed, fuck you. I sent you the clip. I, I saw the because f- you teased her because she tells this great story about going to Lakers games. Oh yeah, with she went to see the Showtime Lakers with Baseball Hall of Fame 500 Home Run Club member Frank Robinson because his daughter Nichelle went to her high school and they were like best friends and so they hung out all the time. Then I told a story about the time that we saw a baseball game. And Magic Johnson did something crazy, and then you were like, and that's why we only go to baseball games with our good friend Magic Johnson. <laughs> and she mouthed, fuck you. That was good. That was good. Yeah, that was very funny. Yeah. She probably just didn't want to, like, stop the whole show with hearty laughter. <laughs> <laughs> she did laugh. She clapped. I forgot stuff. about yeah. that story. I forgot that, like, that whole thing. There's so much stuff. This is what I want to do. And I've meant to do this, and I have scraps of paper with all kinds of little things. I want a, I want a notebook, and this might self, sound self-serving, but I think it's, it could be a valuable tool for me to have. I just want to start making a list of cool stuff that I got to do. Sure, it'll help you probably be great grateful for a lot of things. If you're ever feeling like shit, you can be like, I'm grateful that 
I don't know. I sat by Pat Sajak and Magic Johnson at a fucking Dodgers right. game with my with two with a few of my friends. You know? Right. Like everything has not been for nothing. <laughs> There's there has been payoffs no. along the way. No. There's things that you've done that I'm insanely jealous of. We got to do all kinds of stuff. I brought you to almost everything. Everything we That's have. true. You three boxes. Out, um, the satellite, the the Starlight, whatever it's called, theater in Silver Lake. And like someone's like, go give Burns his this jacket or Nate Craig left this jacket and he was backstage or whatever the fuck I was doing. And I felt so cool just to go backstage where where Patton Oswald was sitting. Like it's just shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So all that stuff I think me and you should make notebooks. We should make positive energy notebooks. I got it all up here, baby. iCarly, check. Baker Mayfield, <laughs> check. What what commercial what is that for? What is it? Uh, prog- progressive. Why are like commercials don't drive into your brain what anything's for anymore? <laughs> Especially that one because you think of progressive, you think of flow. Right. That's what's confusing is a lot of all these. They're all these commercial uh, uh, insurance commercial things that are all like sketch comedy now. Like what's yeah. you know the do you know the <laughs> yeah, Limu yeah. Emu and Doug? It's a, that guy, yeah, 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 that yeah. That commercial yeah, yeah. is—it's not funny. The bird is gross looking. But what's that, it that for? guy was at that guy that guy was at all of the spots. I would see him at so many things. What's it for? Do you know what it's for? Uh, something yellow, though. Yeah, it's something yellow. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. No, you don't. What is it for? Is it I insurance? Know. Probably. Yeah. I would assume it's for insurance. Insurance is like a weaponized like arms race because like geico so geico has like all these commercials so then like progressive and uh jake from state farm and fucking like everybody all the insurance companies have to like out advertise each other on tv well it's like i don't even know if how how successful are they as far as bringing in numbers they must work but for me they they, must work on some level for me they don't like geico makes fun sketch comedy but it doesn't make me want to buy insurance i don't even know what the dumb big bird and hey, the top looking guy commercials for like in june of 2019 i was so broke that i called and i begged my dad for a thousand dollars then i booked then i booked that commercial and it fucking saved me for, in, until covid started that will that run again Probably not. No, I mean, probably probably not. Well, Browns are going to be real good this year. I don't know if Baker Mayfield still has a has a contract with them or not. Maybe you should reach out to your buddy Bakes. See us up. (laughs) (laughs) He he was very cool. P.S. He would like I was I would be funny on the sidelines and I admit I would say things loud enough that he would hear and he would like crack up and turn around and like kind of yes and us a little bit. Yeah, he's like a fun guy. He's like a guy who wants to be cool and like funny and And i would i would tell him shit to say because he would he we did like a thousand takes of him walking past me and he would say something different every time he was great yeah no there's a reason why they picked him i'm sure they talked to different people they didn't just randomly grab into a hat i was so jealous of that though like it was cool because again it's little. I did, a, it's I, did a, I did a commercial with your best friend uh, and Dominican Sue and P Diddy one time. That's fun. See that again is fun. If you did a commercial with, we talked about this on the pregame on Patreon. 
like if you did a commercial with George Clooney, I would have zero jealousy, like actual, <laughs> you know, actual real jealousy for you being on a commercial with George Clooney. I don't give a fuck if I ever meet George Clooney. I don't care. Brad Pitt. We talked maybe. about Brad him Pitt. on M- MFK. Guy. We I talked about it. We did an MFK episode on the Patreon one time. And I was like, I have, I don't care about George Clooney. Maybe that's a tell, though, that I always use him as an example that I actually do like George Clooney and yeah. I need to have yeah, his maybe. ball sack. <laughs> maybe. Probably got a sweet ball sack. Brad Pitt, again, uh, I'd be jealous. I would rather, I would so rather meet. Smoke show. <laughs> I'd rather meet Brad Pitt. Oh, uh, he takes yeah. that jersey off. Oh, my God. Anytime he pops the shirt. Oh, once upon a time in Hollywood. Oh my God. It's too I told much. you this one time I, uh, Bronger was talking to, uh, our friend, Matt Bronger, comedian, Matt Bronger was talking to a trainer Hashtag not sponsored. And, uh, they, like, he's like the, the trainer said, here's the body. Every guy says they want, uh, Brad Pitt and Fight Club is what they all, I want to kind of look like, I don't know, like Brad Pitt and Fight Club. And like the trainer's <laughs> like, you fucking can't. You can't. And I told you, and I told you that story. Take your do you remember what you said? Every, day, every waking moment of your life has to be dedicated to that for you to achieve it. I told you that story and you go, I don't know. Tom Hardy and Warrior, I see. <laughs> yeah. Tom Hardy yeah, and Warrior. Yeah. Oh my God. That that's wow. my ideal bod, Brido. And if I could just get a a personal trainer. And a personal chef, and um, I have to be. Rich. I've had like four. I've had like four people in my life be like, "That movie Warrior made me want to work out." Did you see Tom Hardy's body in it? Because like it's every guy's like, I wouldn't mind looking like that. I'm not saying that, I'm not, I mean, <laughs> not mind. saying that I want to. Not saying I want to suck whipped cream off his dick or nipples or anything. <laughs> but I, I, I would love to look like that. And we talked about how, um. Yes, we didn't. No, we must have. We must have had this discussion about how he. Those are roids. It's also roids. Legalize it's, it, baby. It's HGH and roids, because sure, those sure. guys change their bodies from stick skinny guy dying of cancer to massive uh, bad guy in a superhero movie to fatso yeah, mob boss. Christian Bale. Yeah, I wish. They must be really good HGH though, because like some players who got popped for it, like Bartolo Colon, is he doing the same shit as Kumail? Come on, maybe. I mean, they have Bartolo Colon's got cash. He's gonna get the good stuff. Why does he look like shit? Because still, he still eats. A... Well, you can't out train a shitty diet. You can't out train a shitty diet. So that's what I think. Bartolo Colon is putting away. Big old piles of uh, delicious, whatever Bartolo Colonia. I'm guessing it's everything. I'm guessing that's a good. If you're gonna cheat in a sport, it should be baseball, and it should be cover yourself in fat, and then have just fucking sheets of muscle underneath. I think that's the smart way to go. I think this this is really smart, Brido. I think power lift. You got to Mark Henry that shit. You got to make it secret. Yeah, that makes total sense. <laughs> Cover yourself in fat, then get super, super jacked. Underneath. Underneath all the fat. Right. It's like you Can have it a... be done? You tell me. You're an NFL offensive <laughs> lineman. It's like you have a coat on. Yeah. 
And that's the way I am too, Brado. I um, I don't like sure. to. When I go to, I wear I wear those uh, those uh, sun shirts that you go in the pool. You know, I wear mm-hmm. that at the beach, and I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be stared at and be judged because you're going to assume this guy's mm-hmm. on HGH. He has to be. Yeah. There's no way that you can humanly uh, achieve that level of greatness <laughs> unless you're uh, shooting the juice. I would. To be honest, I would love some HGH. I would love to see what it actually does. <laughs> yeah, we're almost getting to the age where you can just like ask your doctor for testosterone, though, right? Or can you do it now? Like we're we're in our forties, so you could, you know. Yeah, that seems fair. If you can just ask, is that possible? Yeah, I'd be like, you know, uh, my blood pressure medication. This is a callback from the fucking Patreon show. I'm trying. Oh yeah, <laughs> where I discuss um, to. Uh, combat my high blood pressure i get some dick pills because those were originally meant for high blood pressure so why would i get the other kind of high blood pressure pills i don't understand if i can get this kind that does that and gets it back to eighth grade standards yeah then why do i have maybe put a maybe put a bruise on a girl's hip and a slow dance if you know what i mean <laughs> bruise on a girl's hip an immovable object. I'm sorry. I think my mom's here. I should probably go. Call up a girl and ask her if she wants to watch movies in the basement. <laughs> That's so creepy. Then rub, then rub zippers. <laughs> so creepy. If you said that now, you would be arrested immediately. You want to watch movies in my basement? Want to rub zippers? I am, in all sincerity, I am, I have cut down the summer diet i had to I'm Clay, about, what do you mean cut it down well like i was eating like salad and chicken breast and shit every day that's what like, i'm doing that's what i'm doing and now. i and it's like the summer's over so yeah. i've been eating to, i've been eating sandwiches i'm still like trying to eat always one. be bulking always be bulking <laughs> i'm trying to i'm letting myself have some sandwiches i'm like how many pool parties and things do I have to expose myself at <laughs> and, and feel and be sad about it? Like what? Two max? You got Labor Day coming up. Aren't, so people, that's more enor- Aren't people way more enormous in the Midwest, though? Absolutely. But I, I'm vain. So I was making an effort and it's not it's if I just didn't do anything, then I wouldn't care. But the yeah. problem is, is I'm in that motherfucker sweating and grunting and groaning away. Four or five mm-hmm. days a week and doesn't yeah. do a goddamn thing. I just yeah. stay the same. So I think, like today, I went, I had a, told you I had a delicious uh, banh mi sandwich and mm-hmm. it was all a big French baguette with the mayo and the roast pork. Oh my God, it was so good. And uh, yeah, didn't, uh, didn't have to uh, feel bad about it anymore because I've decided to. Go back to bulking for the fall, Brido. <laughs> now is the yeah, time. You got to. Now is not cut time. Now is time to. Now is time to uh, start getting that bulk on. I guess that COVID was just bulk for me because I got so fat for me that like I just can't deal with it anymore. It's just like this is none of my clothes fit. This is awful. <laughs> that's my, that's the other thing. I um. One of my only- none of my none of my pants fit. The only, I have a pair of glory jeans are the only fucking jeans that I own that I 
that fit. And when I got these jeans like a long time ago, you go, Brighter, you gotta get those tailored. It looks like you're wearing a big diaper. Well no, that's the that's the only thing that fits now. I did I did have to score all all new uh new pants. It was like it was a necessity. I had to yeah. it, and well, I guess I hadn't worn any for a long time, even before. I only no. wore shorts. That's wore... my problem. I haven't even looked at jeans or anything else. Yeah. I only wore like the same shorts all the time. So yeah. they were stretched out. And I think that they got, probably gained several sizes, even when you'd wash them. But yeah. what happened is all my T-shirts didn't fit because of COVID. Oh, it, yeah. all babies, nice, medium, medium. size, m- babies baby needs, wears a medium, baby yeah. wears a medium and they were not wearable at all. <laughs> oh, and so then it got to the point where I'd have to get put and it's all my T-shirts. It's like my fleet of T-shirts, Ric Flair T-shirts and Tigers T-shirts, the stuff I wear every day. Yeah. So I had to yeah. I, for a while I was um, I was hanging them up straight out of the out of the. No, no dryer hung hung up all the t-shirts on hangers and that lasted for a little while like they still fit well if i didn't dry them but then it got to the point where i had to not only hang them up on hangers but i had to put like both my forearms into the body of it into the torso and give it a Ooh. real like real stretch so that when it dried it have a little extra space around the tum area and the teats <laughs> so i'm doing like i'm doing <laughs> i'm doing like cardio and i'm lifting so i don't have any idea if i've actually lost weight because i'm like lifting and it's like now right. like i have to i have a measuring tape i haven't i, I won't yeah, don't look get at on it the yet. scale it's just the me- just measuring tape no need for the scale but you're gonna put muscle on and sometimes your body will go into sh- shock and like not it starts it freaks out because you're doing a ton of exercise so it starts to yeah. save and not not burn any fat for a couple weeks and you've only been yeah. doing this for so- when did this show turn into us complaining for endless amounts of time about how we have horrible well, body issues. Listen, we're both friends and we don't we don't see each other ever anymore. So if we both are experiencing this, it must be a common thing that at least one or two other people out there might feel I, the same. I, if I, you don't, if you got a perfect body or if you don't give a shit about your fat slabo body, I love you. God bless you. To be fair. Um I, I think don't think I have another person that I can have this conversation with. So this probably festers in my in my noggin on a daily basis. <laughs> all these <laughs> yeah. all these sensitive sensitive things. You, I have friends that I would te- I couldn't say this stuff to them. They'll rip on me. <laughs> so so oh. all they're gonna do is call me a big piece of trash. And yeah, that's because you suck and you look gross. You big fucking loser. Hope sure, you kill sure, yourself. Sure. That's what I get yeah. from my other friends. But you, Brian, yeah, yeah, yeah. we've yeah. gone through enough traumatic experiences to, together that yeah, you can kind of say anything. Yeah, yeah. You're Piece like, I think my shit. dick's gonna. If you think my, I think my dick and asshole are gonna fall off. I'd be like, well, let's talk about it. <laughs> I, can, I can genuinely tell some of my friends. I think I'm. Uh, I don't know, man. I kind of. I seriously think about killing myself. They'd be like, good. Hope so. <laughs> And then, then you don't you do it because you're like, well, I can't let you win. 
Like, I love you, you call now. me and be like, I think my nipple slid down my torso. I'd be like, whoa, let me see it. <laughs> let me see it. Yeah. Let me see your injury. Whoa, burns. That's not your nipple. Oh, oh, God, it is. We have, we probably had some sort of like genital injury sharing that's happened. I can't think of a specific instance, but I. <laughs> I don't think that we've ever shown full pain to each other, but Not I think that full. we've had we've had like, can you look at this part? <laughs> yes, yes, that's that's correct. We have done, and that. I'm like, just just show the part that is that so you're worried it's just, about. Yeah, it's just pink or fur or whatever, and it's just isolated. This one thing, and you're like, that's a zit, dude. Or <laughs> but I you, think I don't know. I don't know. I can't think of anything for sure, but I'm. It sounds right. There, there has to. This has to have happened because I know I've done this, and it has to be with you, <laughs> which essentially is sending some sort of even sicker, weirder dick pics to somebody. Like it's real close, so you can see the pores and bumps and mumps and bristles, and real close up. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It doesn't lower my blood pressure to look at any part of your pain, but no offense. <laughs> Here's another commercial I'm sick of, Brado. Are those laundry commercials where they keep where they make you think you've got to put like these scent beads or things <laughs> into your laundry or it's still going to smell like shit? Sure. What? Like, I think who's people who don't clean the vent of their lawn of their washer. Well, you know, everyone does that. I'm just saying you don't have to put there's a commercial and I tweeted about this and I'm not done. It's still stuck in my craw. The chick takes mm-hmm. all her laundry out and like pulls the shirt out and smells it, and then she's like, I, "See, Ew. I don't know. If you, I'm sure you can make this brilliant and Mike Burns hilarious, but Eddie Pepitone's closer was about laundry commercials, oh, and it's the funniest. Are you serious? It's, it's the oh my god! On have you not seen the end of that? But how did yeah, you well, get? Well, I didn't remember it. Oh man, it's it's. It's I don't remember of the, most of the things I watch. It's nobody has a funnier joke than the closer of Pepito, which is on YouTube if you want to watch it. Um, oh, it's fantastic! For the, of for the masses, it's so fucking. It's the best special that I've seen in years and years. If you and like years. this podcast, you will love Eddie Pepitone's "For the Masses." If you've not seen it, it may be the funniest stand-up special that you've never seen. It is on YouTube. It's great. It is great. The point is, Brido. He closes with a with a. Does he talk about laundry still so fresh? Laundry still stinking when you pull it no, out. No, it's thing? just he just. It's just a laundry. You'll see. You'll see. But you'll what see. is yours? What is what is yours? It's not a joke. It's just it's upsetting that 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 also also if I ever get if if they ever ask me to be in a laundry commercial, you bet you bet your fucking sweet uh, dick that I'm gonna fucking do it. Oh sure. Yeah. And I want and I want them to like, you know, take this audio come and be like, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> what's this? You don't want to be in our scented beads commercial? It just there's a real problem. You wanna call your you wanna call your dad and ask him for a thousand bucks? <laughs> or or do or, you wanna be in this commercial for scent beads? <laughs> pick, pick up the gun. <laughs> It's upsetting 
that they try and convince people that their laundry still stinks when they take it out of the laundry. If you some people do still stink after they get out of the laundry. Your laundry still stinks when you put it in the law and washed it with like soap, like regular, like a Tide Pod or regular all or whatever you want to do. It still stinks. You got to go to the hospital. You got something wrong. There's something really wrong with your body that's creating yeah. such a toxic force that it embeds itself in cotton and is in with hot water, soap, and yeah. scrubbing around yeah. in the spin cycle. If it still yeah, stinks, throw it away. Throw it yeah, away. That calls coming. That calls coming from inside the house. Yeah, did you put dog shit in your laundry? Did you just throw some dog shit in there and wash it all up? Because that might not come out if you put direct pile of dog shit into the washing machine. It's, it's tide, tide beats. Stop putting dog shit in your laundry. Don't make people have to buy this other stuff. You're making them paranoid. It's fucking fear-based culture. Everyone's afraid of everything at all times. And now you got to be worried about your laundry and walking around smelling like you rolled in a dog patch. Because you got to see this. You got to see this Pepitone joke. <laughs> I'm sorry to ruin your thing. I, I, I'm sorry I, to ruin your. It's such an epic joke. I that know, I, it's, I'm sure it's, it's much better. It's his. It's his. No, no, no. You're riffing a great thing and you're a very funny person. He. It's his Pepitone screams at you closer. Yeah. Yeah. It's Pepitone. I'm not going to be as good as Pepitone. <laughs> I'm just genuinely upset that people are being forced to buy some pink beads that they got to put in their laundry with their shit because they smell like shit and just oh god damn it it's just mm. i i'm i'm gonna buy it now so i don't smell like shit sounds like you sold me on it <laughs> and i would love to not ask my dad for a thousand dollars we talked about uh, my favorite riff from the hunk program the other day is we we talked about how hipster restaurants love dirty names with profanity-based oh, yeah. words. Yeah, because somebody, somebody goes, uh, I was at Biscuits, uh, Biscuit Bitch, and I was like, you tell me there's egg slut, Biscuit Bitch. Right. I was like, what, what, what is there, sausage whore? And you say, like. Yeah, waffle whores. Yeah. <laughs> waffle whores. We said waffle whores on the show a thousand times. Yeah. Butthole <laughs> subs. Like, yeah. Uh, Go down to butt. I got this from I got this twelve inch uh, chicken ranch uh, avocado for butthole subs. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> and th- th- this is supposed to be like these these restaurants are supposed to be from like yeah like a little more educated, higher brow hipster type people. And like, what do you want to call? What do you want to call your new uh, breakfast place? Biscuit, bitch. <laughs> yeah, just toxic masculinity. <laughs> But it's okay. It's owned by the number one bitch, the biscuit bitch. Come on down. Oh man, you just gotta try it. Two kinds have of you cheese, guys, uh, bacon, have you, have and we're you, cooking it on over easy. Send it on down to biscuit bitch. <laughs> oh man, I just we're rolling I just, out. I just censored the fuck out of myself. I'll text you right now what I wanted to say, but I won't. <laughs> well, don't. Say, I'm on. The, I'm using the the phone right yeah, now yeah. to do this. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I won't. Well, I won't then. It makes me think that we're turning more into idiocracy, which is which is slowly happening. We're that slowly is... turning into a giant Walmart. <laughs> Everything sure. is closing. Everything's turning into is going to be a, your your local mall down the street that you went to as a child. That will be an Amazon mm. warehouse in your lifetime, and you can't fight it. I don't care how nice that mall is; it's going to go away. A, that motherfucker is opening. He's opening stores again. 
Right. Ba- ba- Jeff kisses. He shut down all the stores, and now he's going to make his own stores. So you're buying... There's something ro- wrong with his brain. He's a sick person. Yeah, imagine... He's a sick maniac. It's that, Jesse, it's, that, it's that Jesse Pop joke where he's like, somebody has $800 million, and he's like, fuck! <laughs> he's Lex Luthor. Yeah, it's he's Lex a Luther, sick fuck. It's Lex Luthor behavior. Something is wrong with him. He like, provided, seriously wrong. He has provided nothing, nothing for the world. He's taken away a ton of... The only thing he's provided, convenience. Mm, yeah, convenience. That's it. It is it's super fucking convenient. It is hard not to do it. I personally don't do it, but I'm just so lazy that I never signed up for Amazon Prime because my wife has it. Sure. I don't have my own. I forget who's yeah. I, I even have. I think I have Melissa's still. Sure. Yeah. But it's just like. It makes sense. It's, you know, because you can have multiple people. I'm not getting my own. It's not, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I watch the programs. The, 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 the TV part's great. But when I, part of the reason I use the use prime it's not for everything but when i do do it it's because it's something that i know i'll forget to buy later so i just buy like if i need i have this vintage frogger video game it's like it looks like a coin op thing but it's it's small and it has the little joystick on it they're from like wow 79 or something and it needs double d batteries or d batteries i think d that's a it's a good size battery (laughs) (laughs) i need D, D also a good battery. It's also qual qual size. Let's be let's be honest. Any size battery is okay with your boy Brad. Yeah, I like a C. B's are nice too. I mean A's. They're all good batteries. You could. They're yeah. great. They do. They double A. Double A batteries are good. Can you do the uh, the verse of two satellite dishes? Can you still do it? My fi- oh. D's and B's. Da, 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 da. I don't know whether that's. Holmes and Mike Bridenstine used to have a rap group for a while, and they, we had two satellite dishes that were disconnected. We had two satellite dishes on the outside. Neither one of them was, were ours. One day, Mike Holmes, who's the musical genius of the family, just started going, I got two satellite dishes. I got two, two satellite, satellite dishes. And then I believe Rick, the producer, goes, and the rest of y'all snitches is bitches. Yeah. <laughs> and then, And then, like... So everything, that, so it was our, like the, the song is like. Really catchy. I got, it counts down. It's just like, I got three blah, 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 blah. Like home starts with like parking tickets. I got three parking tickets that I refuse to pay. Like, it's like my two. Like what, and it counts down. And then like my favorite, my two favorite types of tits are C's and D's. My three favorite people are me. me there you me. go. There you go. No, we don't have to harp on it anymore. That's I don't remember. That's off, that's off the top of my head. No, that's it, correct. That was, 15 years ago. That's correct. Yeah. Stuck in my head all the time. So do you yeah. think do you think we are on a downward slope that cannot be stopped, Brido, to an idiocracy type of uh, society? I think that we have two societies. I think, yes, uh, to a certain extent, yes. And I think that there's there's people who went to college and think that they're morally superior to people who didn't or smart people, because they went to college. I went to yeah. college. Guess what? Yeah, it doesn't yeah. make you smart at all. But but it does make you more likely to have empathy for homeless people. It makes you more usually you live you will have like a professional type job at some point in your life. 
you'll be more of a liberal person. You'll be more open to gays and cities and be sure. more of a cosmopolitan. And then a person who didn't, a working class person who's like, who hates being looked down at and called stupid by the culture, who might think, you know what? Fuck you. So the way that we get out of it, since you're asking and since I'm running for office, is to make people realize that the people that are in their same class are like them more so than the people that are in the class above them. And so I have a joke where I say, there, you know, there's two, there should be two political parties. Fuck you, rich people. And fuck you, poor people. And that's it. <laughs> And that way, people can say, "Well, I'm socially fuck you, rich people, but I'm fis but I'm fiscally fuck you, poor people." Those should be the only parties. That's how you fix it. Because I think a lot of people just want to piss off the other person, right? You know, the smart, the you know, smart worker guy. You go to a White Sox game, you see it in a micro, like a micro dose of what it really is of them just wanted to piss off Cubs fans and stuff like that. And then the cup, you know, so they're both not without their faults, but stop feeling fucking morally superior to poor people and poor people stop hurting yourself by trying to fuck over like rolling coal and all that shit. Well, that's, that's, a, what I that's a fine uh, running for office. Uh, that's the truth. Statement. That's what I really think statement, but I don't, that's not a yes or no. <laughs> oh no, we're we're getting dumber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're getting, but but TV's getting better. That's what <laughs> that's the catch twenty two. Right, right. Because we're it's built for stupid people to stare at the idiot box more. <laughs> but movies are the dumb thing. Right now, movies now. are now movies have become the dumb thing. Movies and now I'm smart now, thing. yeah. Yeah, now I'm quoting a Jared Logan joke where he goes, I believe I'm the only person that's ever come up with this theory. But yeah, movies are dumb. TV is smart. There's stuff that's getting smarter. Pro wrestling, a lot smarter now than it used to be. Well, There's things that are more self-aware. As, as far as your your uh, previous statement, like I, I think that the divisiveness that's a big problem is on the shoulders of both sides for people not trying to engage in any sort of conversation because it's gotten to the point where you're stupid. No, you're stupid. You're stupid. No, you're stupid. But the stuff that they argue about is like, let's just use the Bernie versus Hillary thing as an example. They're they're like, I want a woman to be president. And it's just like, you want a woman to deny you health care. Like that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. Sure. Like, I don't know. But that, that's, just that's that sort of thing, as opposed to like, what would actually help you? This, you know, a woman at the top is not like who's going to deny you health. I, it's just whatever. It's just people get mad about the dumbest thing. It's just like, think about it. Just think people, what actually helps you. I don't think that you can ever change anyone's mind by calling them dumb. It doesn't work. You know, you can't call people no. crazy and hope like. So what's the point? I think better ways. I almost think that Biden was the perfect choice to be Trump because nobody actually likes him. No. And when you, so it's like they can't be like, fuck you, Biden. People aren't going to be like, no, you don't talk that way about Joe Biden. It's made it really. No one gives a shit about him. It's made it real easy for me, just in general, to not have to yes. engage in any sort of any sort of arguments whatsoever. 
people are like, this guy's ruining. I'm like, yeah, I don't like him either, man. <laughs> oh yeah, he's he's Talking been terrible the... his whole career, and he doesn't even know where he is now. Preach, yep, preaching the choir here, and that yep. has alleviated a lot of the the stress and strain from from just dealing or not dealing with having a conversation with someone that is on the is on the right and not having to get into an argument with them because it stops real quick when I'm like, yeah, sure, man. I'm, I'm on board with that too. <laughs> not, not everything. And this is why this is the way that I think people need to try and behave towards each other. If you were a divide, if you were on one of the sides is that when someone says an outrageous statement that you don't believe all of it is to create a dialogue. You have to say, find some part of it that you actually agree with and say i hear you on that but i'm not you know i'm kind of the other way on these things no one's ever like that it's just you're stupid it's all stupid you're all stupid i think that people are used to arguing online and that's what it is devolved into instead of being like instead of like you're at lunch with your buddy who's like um people have lost civility when 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 colin kaepernick kneels to the to, to the flag it's the it's um you know it's I'm going to burn his jersey. (laughs) It's spitting in the troops' faces. That's what it is. Why don't you you kneel to his jersey then, since it's so (laughs) so fucking disrespectful, you fucking cunt. But, but, you know, if it was your buddy, you'd be like, well, why don't you think about this? You know, like, I don't know. You'd talk to him. The way I talk to my grandma, you know? Right. Correct. Well, my, is, you think my my think my grandma is like super up to date on all the terms? No, but she's got a good heart, you know. This has veered off into a, a political specter that spectrum that. No, but I but I'm in general agreement with you that you can't just call people stupid and stuff. But yeah, I think right now it's very frustrating to turn on the news and be like, I'm gonna take like I, I heard that you cure COVID by putting a shotgun in your butthole, and you're like, fucking what? <laughs> Go ahead. That's that for those situations, man. Drink all the worm poison you want if you want. Go ahead, enjoy. I it. don't put this. Understand in your what is happening? Give my kids COVID. This, you gotta give, give my kids COVID. Like what? This is all a byproduct of it. But going into a, a lighter area of the idiocracy thing. Oh, yes. did you? Did you? Oh, yeah. Okay, you wanted me to just be like, yeah, people are dumb, and then no. move on. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I, I want. <laughs> See, what what I find fascinating is that it really is starting to kind of happen. <laughs> it's uh-huh. things yeah. like, and this goes back to biscuit, bitch, egg slut. Like, those are joke idiocracy names for stores. Like, na- think of how you can go down the street and buy weed. I love it. It's great. You can walk anywhere I can, in, in Michigan, California, walk down the street. And and I can buy all the pot I want. Is that is that maybe that is that okay? Is that good? <laughs> is that you can buy all the booze you want. What's giving you a harder time? Anyway? Well, now we have both. Now I'm doing both all the time. You know, now some people are blowing their whole paycheck on. Weed should you be it's able so to? to you sh- I mean, should you be able to buy all the cheese fries you want? What's worse? I suppose, but I'm just saying these are things that add up. To, I think that the one to thing creating that, a culture that is like idiocracy, like an idiocracy. The one thing though that the, that calling your restaurant biscuit bitch and owning the libs and being like <laughs> a, a proud dum dum is have in common is taking the thing that people 
looked down at you for and wearing it like a badge of honor. Right. That's that's correct. You it's it's some I'm a piece of shit and I own it. Tell me something I don't know. Yeah, it's comedy. Eight mile, eight mile. Comedy self deprecation. That's what it is. I, I am a piece of shit. I do live in a trailer with my mom. In in idiocracy, you you go into a Starbucks, let's say, and you can pay twenty bucks, I think, for a hand job at Starbucks. If we legalize sex work, how far are we away from? There being coffee houses where you can also go get an HJ in the back. Again, again, but they've... <laughs> Is that okay. good? Should this be a yes. thing? <laughs> Honestly, yes. And here's why. Coffee's a fucking drug. I'm just saying. Every, every, get up in the morning and go look at a drive through for Starbucks. It's the same fucking thing as people lined up to go get their fucking heroin or lined up to get crack in the morning. Everybody needs that. Co- Don't talk to me unless I've had my crack. <laughs> like people, it's a fuck. Caffeine's a fucking drug just like anything else. But it's normal. I hate to be like hippie guy, but that's what it, that's, that's drugs that they're selling you. Wh- so, yeah, a hand job is more natural than uh, than drugs. Right. But it just seems like. Maybe that's something you don't want in your neighborhood. A bunch of guys going Why? to jail. Like regulate, regulate it. I don't know. It just it doesn't seem very wholesome. How Maybe many ladies? Be- how many men and ladies are walking around your neighborhood being fucking snooty ass, crank, <laughs> cranky pants because they haven't had their coffee? They're coming or down they, from their coffee or their morning HJ. <laughs> I haven't yes. Had my HJ yet. Don't talk to me until I've had my old fashioned. I mean, you can't tell me that. If Starbucks had HJs for ladies and men, man, whatever, yeah. whatever you want to be, whatever kind of HJ you want, then you're gonna get one. I'm telling you, you're I want there to be a hand. I want there to be a hand job bitch on my corner, and I want them to call it hand job bitch. And I want there to be like an artisan pumpkin spice hand job place. <laughs> Just down the street and be like, I hate that chain it's hand legal. job place. It's legal. I like a I like a mom and pop hand job store. 20, 20 bucks. Yeah. You're gonna eventually that's gonna happen. And then well the thing is that wives don't really like when you go to hand job coffee and get For my blood pressure, Kathleen. It's <laughs> for my blood pressure. <laughs> is that a callback to the Patreon or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We were talking about how Viagra, you know, gives you lowers your blood pressure. We we so, mentioned it on this too. So yeah, there should also be you could just watch, uh, get a release from um, an adult film, and that's also for your blood pressure. Somehow this, I don't think it's scientifically correct, but we're not scientists. We take the, I don't listen to scientists. I, I take. Oh the, my god! I do you think do you think medicinal marijuana is fake? <laughs> Medicinal marijuana is fucking phony baloney, too. And so is, uh, I do it for my glaucoma. Sure. <laughs> sure. There's other stuff for that. But, yeah, this yeah. could be the thing. Yeah, you do hear people say, like, this is the only thing that worked. And if they're lying, I don't have a problem with it. Because, yeah, of course, if I'm going to take blood pressure pills, I'm going to get the boner ones. And if I'm going to take glaucoma medicine, I'm going to take the ones that get me blotto and help me enjoy uh, uh, strolling through uh, eight hours of Always Sunny on Hulu. <laughs> Have the sponsor. guy put have the guy put a CBD oil on his hand when he jacks you off. It comes in your system <laughs> and it soothes you. So soothes you of all. I'm so relaxed. No, babe, it's a it's a guy. You think it really would be? It's medicinal. It's a guy doing it. <laughs> I, oh, uh, Kathleen, where are you going? <laughs> Please. 
<laughs> Come back to me. Massaging the cream. It's the thin skin. It'll get in there. Come on. I'm taking, I'm taking the kids and staying at my mom's. No, Kathleen. It doesn't work at my, it doesn't work at my arm. My arm doesn't, look, it's all chicken wingy. It's all floppy. It does not you so know I have better veins in my peen. <laughs> I'm it really a, gets me going. I'm concerned that, um. I, this is a real concern I have because I've thought about it that I'm going to encounter a milk crate challenge set up <laughs> just mm. somewhere it's, oh, and not and not be able to resist it. I don't oh, think there's I, I don't yeah. think there's any way after four beers that I cannot do the milk crate challenge. And I was like, I'm going to 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 a Snowman's Pig Tits Pool and Grill for Labor Day weekend, and I was like, this would be the time to get those crates set up. And put them next to the pool. That way, if you only fall one way, <laughs> you're totally cool. Oh. You just gotta fall. You just gotta fall to the left if you're going. You know, if that's the safe side, the the concrete deck of the pool is gonna be a problem. Oh but, my god! Put it in the grass at least. Good god! Well, they they um they banned it from TikTok, which is upsetting. Getting your tailbone on the edge of the pool. Your I, bu yeah. I bust my coccyx. Oh, man. I got to go I'm get an HJ. Ass. I got to get a CBD HJ. <laughs> it's the only thing that works for my coccyx, my broke coccyx from the milk crate challenge. Yeah. Idiocracy. There we go. That's what we're going yeah. towards. Yeah. I got to go get you know a what, CBD HJ for my coccyx. That is. Milk crate. That is. Milk crate challenge. They, they turned the old movie theater into a milk crate challenge place. It's like laser it's tag. Like it is idiocracy, though, because they took away everybody's health care during the pandemic. They're like, oh, you don't work here anymore. Now there goes your health care right. during a pandemic. Yes, we are that evil. And now everybody's <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm going to set up a bunch of fucking boxes and try to fucking break my head open. Where do people get all those milk crates? That's what it can. It's, it's like it takes like 50 of them to make one of those proper pyramids. Where'd, yeah, you, get how, fucking, where'd you get 50 how many milk crates there? from? Like, where did you get those? You work at a grocery store, you, and one of my buddies brought up. Well, maybe schools like schools get a lot of milk because there's th a thousand kids in a giant high school. That's a lot of milks, but it just seems like way. Yeah. It still seems like where did you just get these from? Think if you had to load forty milk crates into your car, it wouldn't fit. You could fit like ten. Like it, your car would be maxed out. You can't like fold them up and. That's that is the one saving grace of this of this epidemic of milk crate injuries is that how the fuck are you going to get how many is it legitimately how many steps up I'm um well it is let's see 1 2 3 4 5 I think to the top just I then 4 it. 3 2 1 Right so I could never ever in a million years do the math of how many milk crates that takes because it's probably some sort of multiplication Oh, you got a pen and paper yeah. out, you fucking Poindexter. Look at this show-off bitch. No, look at I'm making, I'm making a pyramid, and then oh, I was going to count it. Then you're going to draw the squares? Yeah. I need you to pay attention. I can't have you doing art projects during the show. I'm already doing it. I'm upset that you. I'm upset that they take took away the milk crate challenge. That's, that's where most of them were coming from. Like, How much other bad shit is on TikTok? That milk crate challenge is the problem. We can't have anything nice. If we're, we're going to have idiocracy shit, we might as well at least have enjoyable idiocracy shit, Brido. I could be wrong, but <laughs> you need 
24 milk crates. It is 24. That sounds right. Unless you made a bigger one. But that's that looked right what you drew. That seems about right. I even numbered it. <laughs> oh, you did that fast. Oh, that's very cool. On a, on a subway napkin where I had a tuna wrap today. <laughs> well, you're a big Jared fan from way back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of things that are in commercials that are worse than Tide beads. Do you do TikTok or no? Do I? No. If someone sends me a link, I go look at it occasionally. If it's milk I don't even challenge. get what the fuck. Okay. So, um, do you know Atsuko Okatsuka or is she after your time? I don't know who that is. Okay. She's very, very, very popular LA comedian. Her husband hey, ruined I, it. For I need her. the context. Just name a person like after my time. Okay. Of what? Wrestling? Comedy? Oh, no. No, comedy. She and she, her husband goes, TikTok rewards you for being just like everybody else. And I was like, ooh, burn. Just another guy dancing in your kitchen. Is that it? Yeah. And people yeah. want to. Because all of those moves, people are just doing the same dance. People are just doing the same milk crate challenge. People are just doing duets and all that crap. It's all uh, rewarding you for being like somebody else is what he's is what he said. And so that kind of made me think. Being like, like oh, everybody yeah, else. Being like everybody else. You're average. You're just like yeah. everyone else. Can this Chinese, right? And they want everybody to conform there. Wow. I didn't know that. Or I didn't hear that. That theory. Smart. But still, I'm not getting on Tic Tac. It's not I don't I don't derive much pleasure from those things. I can't and again, off the Instagram, TikTok seems like moving on from Coke to crack. It seems like a bad move. I don't wanna I don't also, need to watch that shit, and it takes up time. Thus, don't look at it. Also, the algorithm is it just starts playing videos. You don't really have a say. You can just sit there, and it just plays you the next video. And you can get, like, a million hits of your video and have that equal into zero new fans. Like, the turnover rate for, I mean, maybe people, but, like, there's a girl on tiktok who has like 60 million followers so if i showed you a picture of her you'd be like never once have i ever seen this person that's insane not for me dave odd has dave odd comedian dave odd has like six hundred thousand followers on yeah there are people that you didn't know were tiktok famous it's like the new yeah and it's it moves faster than twitter famous Twitter was it was it was much slower. People, I, I some guy on uh, the Ross Bolin tweeted at someone today on Twitter from the Ross Bolin uh, podcast about how some guy had forty thousand followers already after six videos. Like, it's so quick, but the money that they make isn't great until you start getting monster big. So yeah. these numbers are just. So inflated. I don't know. I can't figure it out. It's too late for me. I saw a fucking statistic. I forgot. I wanted to talk to you about this because I want to talk about it on Monday's uh, Monday's hunk. I saw a thing called dead internet theory. Very fun. But it started breaking down the actual numbers. In reality, right now, 52% of the internet is bots. Yes. 
50 fucking two. And like, if you, I see people's Instagram followers and it's people who are not good at comedy, not attractive, not showing their fucking butts or whatever people do. And they'll have like 13,000 followers. Fuck you. No, you don't. You bought them. They yeah, buy bought bots. Them. Joe Manny did it a long, long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He bought a million. Yeah, because it was, wasn't that much money either. And now I think, how many of these people that I thought were massive Twitter stars just bought it? Mm-hmm. Yep, and, and I started I think- to notice it. I started to notice it when they would retweet my thing, and they'd get nothing. Interesting. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, right. Or I'd have them on my podcast, and they would retweet it, and they would get nothing. Right. Like, nothing more than it did. And I'm like, interesting. Fake followers. Yeah. And for for vanity's sake. And the dad boner, to look big to other people. The dad boner account, I cleared out all the bots. The bots were all deleted by Twitter or they were deleted by me. And it took off tens of thousands of followers. Just like bang. And then I noticed that the actual numbers for the tweets weren't that much different as far as likes go because those were Mm -hmm. from people who are actual people bots traditionally don't go in and like stuff they're just there to come in cause a problem and leave (laughs) they don't just silently (laughs) like they don't do that you can buy comments though and i know that there's a meme going around you can buy comments oh my god dude why this doesn't uh, help oh. you. It doesn't. What it is just, uh, what makes you look just, popular? But it doesn't it help makes you. you look, but how much is based on that? How much is just yeah. fucking based on that? And how many things are popular because other people think that they're popular? Actors and that's actresses mo- are hired because of their Twitter followers. Yes, that's that's so that's why people do it, it not because it gets you anything in the moment. Because you look popular when people are making that decision. Towards the end of me doing a uh, commercial and acting auditions. They started to ask sometimes how many Twitter followers you have. And it was like, Ugh. what the fuck? Like, oh, because you're going to retweet the commercial for them. Oh, that's what they want. They'll they'll take you if it comes down uh, on avails to me and you, Brido, and I have more mm. Twitter followers. Be like, well, this makes our yeah. decision. This guy will t- retweet that uh, Tide Tide scent bead commercial <laughs> where he smells his underwear and then throws up all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> just if you're yeah. going to make those commercials like that, Brian, I'll just make all the things, make them aggressive. And they just be like, Arby's, you don't give a shit about yourself, but you want something delicious. Fucking eat this Arby's. Look at this sandwich. Fuck. Oh, my God. It's so fucking fat for you. And he'll probably I- kill you. But do you care? Do you fucking care? No, you don't. And they keep saying this, Arby's, Arby's, Arby's. I know what that commercial's for. It's honest, and it makes me want to purchase something from them. <laughs> this is like ha- this. Is, hold like, on, hold on. This week, this week's. Uh, uh, I keep wanting to say BuzzFeed, but it's Hype Beast posted like the Sakai uh, Nike waffles. Like, and my wife like really loves those shoes, and I had them like in a new colorway. So she looked at it on Instagram. It had like four hundred comments. And she kept scrolling on it for me over and over and over and over and over. Pages and pages and pages. And every single fucking comment said, nah, he tweaking. I don't even know what that means. It's a Lil Nas X thing said it about somebody. I forget who. Because I looked it up. Oh, he said it about the blood-infused skateboard from Tony Hawk. 
when Lil Nas X had blood infused Nike sneakers and got sued uh, for it or whatever. The fuck. I I was I I saw that and I was fully on his side. I was like, oh yeah, it's okay when Tony Hawk puts his blood into a skateboard, but Lil Nas X can't put his blood into some sneakers. That doesn't seem fair to me. Weren't people mad that it was the devil, not the blood, or no? Yeah, I, it's. All right. He it, made Satan. He made Satan shoes. You don't think you did that because you wanted no controversy? You're full of fucking well, shit. Well, yeah, and also you add Satan together with black homosexual rapper. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. In every Karen's brain. Yeah, explodes. Yeah, I get it. He he twerks on the devil. It's pretty funny. Like I'm, I'm not gonna edit it. that out. That's the problem. You edit your shit, Brido. I've got to I've got to regain control of the airplane and take a drink of water. But I had to make a judgment call there whether I drink the water and risk spraying it all over my computer <laughs> while I'm trying. Oh. Well, it's like that way. Sean Flannery, your opening act, ruined his computer during a show because Fritz made some uh, joke on Hunk, and Flannery just straight up was like drinking a, a beer and sprayed it all over his. <laughs> fucking computer Fla- sean flannery still makes me laugh it's like one of the hardest of anybody but... he will be live oh, he'll be so- live co-hosting in chicago on september 17th at the lincoln lunch i'm so jealous man 80s con showed me it's an 11 the- it's an 11 o'clock show do you know how what, uh, sippy the uh, booze bear everyone's gonna be by 11 o'clock at night for a oh, two-hour not- show not john and sean you're gonna see fucking <laughs> A Blinken over there. Can you, do the, you know it's going to become the the Blinken Lodge, if you know what I mean. Do you know what kind of damage control I'm going to have to do? Because we're wow. going to Guns N' Roses the night before, so I'm going to be bad. I'm going to feel bad. So I'm going to have to try and get all this together. Luckily, Back when I was drinking, when I was drinking, you and I went to Guns N' Roses, and you had to look at me and be like, "Brado, you can't just smoke the weed openly. <laughs> you have to hide it a little bit." Fucking noob. <laughs> and I was like, "No, if I offer it to my neighbors, nobody's gonna tattle on me." And that's what I went with, and that's what we're. You brought a whole pack, like a cigarette pack of of joints. We smoked all of them, and neither of us are heavyweights. <laughs> We were, ha- I think we were filled with so much adrenaline and joy. Oh that my god! The, that the weed was okay to do that much and ingest that much of it. I remember I saw Emily LaFord who booked the Hollywood Improv, and she's like, "I'm at the, I booked the Comedy Store now," and I was like, "Oh!" And I tried oh, to talk, I, <laughs> I tried to talk to her and be like, "You should book me sometime." But I was like, oh. you, book, "You me book me some, you book." Oh. <laughs> All right, we have to do, we have to do this one quick story, and then we get to get out of here. So there's this guy, Brido, in Kalamazoo, and uh, they lived in. It's uh, they went to the the court in Kalamazoo. The the thing happens in Grand Haven. This kid or guy is is uh, moves moves in with his parents in 2016. This was previously on the show, and after his divorce, he brings with him an enormous amount of pornography. Like a just a, a crazed amount, and they throw it all out, and he sues them because they threw it all. Because obviously, parents don't like their whole basement being filled with box upon box of various pornographies. What are we talking movies or? or I'm gonna mags? I'm gonna I'm gonna break down what it was because oh, it okay. goes to court, so it has to be all documented. He sues him for forty five k, Brido, his own parents for his porn collection. Because they destroyed all of it. 
He fucking won. His parents have to pay him $45,000. Why didn't I think about this when I was broke? His VHS and DVDs, they total up to 1,605 copies. And that was estimated to be $22,670.24. How'd this guy get divorced? I mean, what? He spent $22,000 on DVD and VHS pornos. It, some of the titles included hits like uh, Granny's Gone Anal, Discs 1 through 7. He needed all seven. And those were estimated at 100 bucks because apparently something that I didn't know is that rare some people collect porno like comic books or baseball cards and some rare stuff is worth more money. Can you imagine Oh, like, do you remember when we went to the What if you spent $100 of your money on Granny's Gone Anal Discs 1 through 7? Well, I could see 1 through 3, but the rest of them were kind of trash. Yeah, they're like Police Academy, like after 4 yeah. for sure. It's yeah. it's okay. It's still the fun gag, but... Then it's just Jackie Mason. Fun gag. Did you catch that fun <laughs> gag? Up the Wazoo, um, Lesbian Piss Party, Muffy the Vampire Lair, Knocked Up Nymphos, Fur Burgers, uh, the Sixty. They listed Lex- all of. They listed all of them. Uh, this is just the article because they, it's all broken down. Yeah, but this is the choice cuts. The sixty. Do you remember when we? <laughs> do you remember when we went to the Pirates two premiere at the downtown like theater? Yes, and if you're not familiar, Pirates of the Caribbean 2 was a big budget, or one of the biggest budget uh, adult films of all time, and there was a red carpet thing, and um, yeah. an ex of mine was working the red carpet for Comedy.com, so me and Bridal, yeah. of course, had to tag along and like make sure, you know, write up and some we questions and, and hang and there's out. A guy next, there's a guy next to me, it's like the whole, the whole line of the <clears throat> step and repeat or whatever, Every single person there knows who everybody is as if it were Denzel Washington and Julia Roberts. Right, because and Tom how, Hanks. how many years ago was this? 15? 20, uh, 2008. Yeah. So there was a lot of, of uh, recognizable stars because it was not just the whole internet. There was still carryover. There were their actual stars that were on what, what's one of the, the big names? Vivid. 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 Okay. Vivid people like. The big name guys, and they were like coming in in pirate shirts and seeing these yeah. and seeing the uh, the starlets up close with their full regalia on and the makeup. It was fantastic, and this was a vi- some of them have a lot of charisma. So my point is, there are people who are fans, like Star Wars fans of porno, right? Vintage theaters, and you could go in. Oh yeah, beautiful theater, beautiful theater, and sit down. And it was a full length, like story arc film parody on Pirates of the Caribbean. That was everyone just sitting there eating popcorn, watching it. <laughs> it Not was, a single person there had a blood pressure a tick higher than one twenty over eighty. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, perfect blood pressure. A lot of pills. They're taking a lot of blues. They're scarfing them down like the candies. The entire yeah. collection and all the items, bridal valued at. 28,000. David asked the judge to boost the damages close to 75,000 um, because it's irreplaceable. Of course, you can't get all anal grannies one through seven. You can't just find that, Brido. 
That's not just yes, not. that's not that collectibles not just uh, found. Forty five thousand owed to David. Thirty thousand goes to the son. Fourteen thousand goes to the to the uh, attorney. It's incredible that this guy actually fucking won. Sorry to cut you off. I wanted to finish all that because I'll forget it and I can't. Uh, oh, and also there was a. The, Luz, the La Luz de Jesus stone dildo, which was estimated to be worth $300,000. <laughs> that was the most pricey toy on the list. Say it again. It's the uh, the La Luz de Jesus um, stone dildo, which was a carved uh, dildo that was uh, appears to be a dildo that looks like Jesus's crucifixion. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And he won. Good for him. Good for him. You just can't destroy some guy's stuff because you don't like it. I'd be, a, if you destroyed all my vinyl and tapes and comics and books and stuff, I would, I'd add it all up too. <laughs> Baseball and, cards. I'll tell you how much and, it's worth for me to replace it because I want it all back. I wonder if some guy could get called in as a witness and be like, oh, those are commons now. They're not worth anything. <laughs> they, st- they reprint all these now. They're not. The originals aren't worth the same. They, You can get any of these things. I mean, I the other day I got Lesbian Piss Party for, I don't know, 50 cents at a garage sale. Like they're making, they, they overproduce those. They're like the Griffey rookies. They're, they thought they were valuable and there's a ton, but really there's like probably more of those than anything else. So. Yeah, I mean, lesbian piss party. Come on, I mean, the, uh, the, that's the uh, Griffey Junior Upper Deck yeah, one. P- PSA graded. It's a PSA ten. You gotta get oh PSA ten now. Okay, yeah. you get him. Do you think that PSA is gonna grade lesbian piss party? Well, yeah, I had him grade uh, fur burgers. It only came back as oh. an eight, so it's it's now it's only worth thirteen bucks. But I mean, it's still better than nothing, right? I mean. It's, it's, it's fun to have. It's like a fun, it's a fun DVD to have. It's not one of the top shelf ones or anything. All right, let's do some power tube and GTFL. Uh, my show that I enjoyed the most this week was untold crimes and penalties on Netflix. The whole untold series is great. Brido. They're all fun. Uh, they made malice at the palace. There's a uh, female boxer one that I need to watch, and I and the, mm-hmm. there's a there's a fourth that I also enjoyed. But crimes and penalties is about some mob guy who buys his 17 year old high school son a minor league hockey team and lets him be the okay. lets him run it, and he's right. a massive WWE fan. So he takes the psychology, and and it's really smart what he does. He takes the psychology of of professional wrestling. And forces that into the branding and the way that the team is is uh, built out, so that it has a feel, just the feel of WWE for people who are fans of that sort of thing. They love this work? hockey. It works. Uh, okay. It works. It becomes. It's a. They have like twelve fights a game. The whole game is just fights and brutality. It's wild stuff. And you think, okay, this is all baloney. This guy's not a real mob guy. Is dead. Dad owns this huge waste management business. Mm. And at some point they have footage of this for this kid's birthday party. And he's like eight years old. He has like Triple H, The Rock, um, Jericho, laundry list of all the heavy hitters come to his eight-year-old's birthday party, which he obviously paid for. 
and you can tell this guy is no bullshit. Of course, there's lots of crime involved, but it's small. It's small town ish minor league hockey. It's when the hockey strike happens. It's so good. And those things are like these docks are only like an hour and 15, which is just that perfect sweet spot. Like the story doesn't have, it doesn't have to go on forever. HBO fucking you don't need to stretch out everything for six episodes for something I barely care about. But sports documentary like that, oh, oh, my God. And I don't want to talk wrestling today because it's only interesting to so many people. But if you do like it, AEW, last week, once again, what a mwah, chef's kiss from Brido. It is. It's so much fun. If you want to get into wrestling, jump on board. And if you if you were a fan before, jump on board. Wednesdays, there's no football on. There's nothing shit to watch. Gives you something to look forward to. Two hours long, one hour on Friday. Can't beat it. Hashtag not sponsored. Brado, what you watching? By the way, did you hear that they're making a feature length movie about Rodman going to Vegas for 48 hours? Yes, I have heard of this. I, I'm sure that you've given a million shout outs to Hard Knocks, but oh my God, best show on TV. So many moving parts in that series. Like the producers of that show are incredible. It has had problems have... in the past also. There's been seasons where I'm just like, it's fine. It's not good this year. Whoever's producing, whoever's doing production, camera work, whatever. I don't. I don't know. It's not like I ever worked in TV before. Whoever's doing the stuff, yeah, is killing the, it. The drone shot from episode three that you're just like it takes you on a tour of their facilities, at, like called the Star. I was like, wow. It is such a tight butthole drone shot. It is so skilled and so good. And yeah. the, whatever cameras they have, like they used to have these cameras that our friend Jordan Boat Roberts got a hold of for things like Kong and things like, like it was this camera that was, there was one of these cameras. There was one. He used it on the mashup program that we we appeared on on Comedy Central. And it did these slow motion shots and he had to borrow this camera. The, whatever they're using now, you can see like, Beads of sweat coming out of a guy in slow motion, crystal clear. It's so impressive. I I wish I had. An, I signed an NDA for something, so I can't. I wish I could fucking tell you. But hypothetically, since Jordan was on the the pinpoint of technology back then, I'm sure that in 2021, hypothetically, he would have the coolest camera you have ever seen. One would think. I just am hypothetically speaking. One has to assume. I, si I, I signed an NDA. Oh, my God. I can't wait to tell you about hypothetically this thing that he used. You're so bad at secrets. You're just the worst. You pretty much just said everything. No, I'm saying hypothetically. Just keep saying I signed an NDA. Doesn't make that go away. I'm saying hypothetically. Hypothetically. I've signed an NDA. Yeah, <laughs> I can't tell you. Hard Knocks. But hypothetically. Hard Knocks is great. All right, let's do some power grooves. Get out. Corso by Tyler, the creator, off of Call Me If You Get Lost. The album's great. This I watched some of the uh, behind-the-scenes production of them playing the actual music for this, and this dude kills it. He's It's it's slowly become my go-to first it's my first jam in the car brido you know when you get in the car you plug your phone in what have you put on put on your spotify that's my that's my excited to get in the car so i can bang this bitch 
I have a 2006 Ford Fusion. I don't know what the fuck you're talking it's about. It's got good sounds. It's got great sounds. You just need one of those auxiliary auxiliary cords. You have one of those. Buy it on sure, Amazon. Sure, sure. Hashtag not sponsored for a couple bucks. It's great. It's great. You need one of those. What are you listening to, Brad? What hotness do you have? Because me and you have been trying to be cool guys lately and get into young people music. I know, but I, the one I was going to pick was I Never Loved a Man the Way I Love You, the Aretha Franklin album. The first one she did with respect on it. I watched that fucking movie and I put on the album. It's her first like hit CD. And then like later on, like I looked up as like, how good is this? Cause this is pretty fucking good. Yeah. And I looked it up and Rolling Stone listed it as the number 13 album of all time. And so I was like, I felt pretty smart. I was like, cause it's like really good, really tight. She doesn't sound old the way that you might picture her. She's like right. a young lady. It's fucking great. And it holds up. And then on top of that, Man, I really been listening to that one fucking song by Jack Harlow. I really like that dude. It is good. What is it called? Popping off? Popping off? Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, that which, one. Which the nice shout out to uh, the Monday Night Beers boys. That's the that's a a sub segment of the Monday night of Monday Night Beers. Oh, popping off. Popping yeah. off, which is just never handled correctly, and that's part of the fun. But <laughs> in the perfect world, Pop would have. A rant session of uh, 30 to 60 seconds, but it doesn't always work. Sometimes you have to call out that the popping off is happening as opposed to it being uh, it being its own segment. I miss doing the Monday Night Beers program. It's nice hanging out here with you, Brado, but, you know, I I miss all the boys. McCarthy told me a story about the time Pop met Jason Sudeikis without knowing it was him. Do you know that story? I do know it, and if you listen to MNB, you've heard it. But go ahead, you can riff it off. Oh, never mind. Okay, well they're no, sitting no, at no, a, no, no, good. I, uh, we're, they're sitting at the bar, and they hit it off. And Jesse's like, "Oh, I'm Jesse, by the way." And Sudeikis looks at him like, "You know exactly who the fuck I am." <laughs> and Jesse's like, "Fuck you! This is, this is how this is how society works. I say my name, and you just say your name. Not, and I think that story. I think that story, Brido." Made me have a problem with Ted Lasso. I could never figure out why I don't didn't like Jason Sudeikis. I, Maybe I don't like him either, and I can't figure it out. I think I think when I see somebody that's that peppy and enthusiastic, I always assume there's a real fucking darkness to them. I don't trust mm-hmm. anybody who doesn't tell you the darkest shit about them. I, yeah, neither do I. Not at all. And like, he seemed awful forced on the episode of of um so also why i don't what's like it say? Colbert. The, what's it's it also why i don't like stephen colbert either. what's the show Same called brado ted lasso the shop no the fucking the shop the shop he seems like he's trying real goddamn hard on that show mm-hmm. and you don't need to man you're a massive star you don't need to you don't need to try and fit in you don't need to do whatever you're doing and i don't know whatever he's doing on there i didn't like i don't like it and it was indicative of the reasons i don't he doesn't move it for me. But that being said, I can put all that aside to watch Ted Lasso. I was uh, pushed. That was pushed on me over and over and over again by people like, no, you'll like it. You'll actually like it. I'm like, it doesn't look good. It's great. Makes you feel good. It's a fantastic show. And I did, uh, before we go, I did start uh, Billions, Brido. And I'm, yes. What do you think? What do you it's, think? It's so good. Oh, my God. It's so it's the fun best show on TV. And hardcore I, I and fun. I, I didn't even like season one that much. And I'm telling you, it's the best show on TV. I, um, that's the thing is 
I can't watch it like late. It's too much going on. I can't. I can't like. I can't take my uh, bedtime medicine, my uh, gummy bear medicine, and then because yeah. towards yeah, the yeah. end it's gonna get. I'll like forget what the fuck's going on. So I've been watching more Ted Lasso than Billions, but make no mistake, I'll be watching the entire uh, series of Billions. No, no question so about good. it. It's very, so very good. good. So good, and I didn't even like it till the finale of season one. <laughs> Make sure you subscribe to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine anywhere you get a podcast. You get a lot. You get a little extra me on there. You get a lot of yeah. You, you feel more involved. You feel more involved. It's a nice panel program. All you got to do is subscribe, play a little bit. I don't care if you listen to it. That's what I always tell people. Like uh, subs- put it on, walk away. I don't give a fuck. Sub- or just subs- you know, subscribe to my podcast. You don't have to listen. It's not going to hurt you. It's not going to bite you and you can pop in whenever you like. And it's, it's a fun show and you get a lot, you get a nice panel discussion. It's a different vibe. It's very fun. Anything else you want to plug Brito? If you're in LA, come to um, carport comedy, September 25th, loaded lineup, Brooks Whelan, Beth Stelling, Will Miles, Mike Holmes, best burgers in the biz. There's a ton more people. I don't know who, you know, but if you're in LA, I'll find the information on my Instagram Free show, free burgers, free beer. Free show where our friend Mike that's Holmes. That's like a, that's a thousand dollar show. Mike Holmes and his wife, Stacy, make incredible smash burgers. Like Stacy makes the buns. Oh, Stacy she makes, makes, she makes the, the buns, buns now. And they're free. They're free. They make like well, f- so, but please, but please tip. Right, please, please, please right. Send don't just show up for free food. Don't be an animal. Put a fiver in there. But oh my god, they're they're just they're like you ever picture like the burgers like the A teammate or like Wimpy on Popeye like this classic perfect size hamburger like if you drew a hamburger like if you you know and you mm. and you had colored mm-hmm. pencils and you drew the le- perfect amount of lettuce and the mm-hmm. brown and it's oh he it's knows spe- what he's doing. It's a he special, knows what he's doing. It's a special grind. He makes the spe- the the Thousand yeah. Island style sauce himself. It's all from scratch. And now the buns are from scratch, which is mind blowing. Yeah. Can't beat it. They're so good. And he studied, he studied burgers. I remember he was like, I like this aspect of this burger, this aspect of this burger. He got it just right. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, he knows what he's, and then the comedy and then friendship. Oh yeah. And then like outdoor show. And then top shelf, uh, Los Angeles comedians. Well, again, performing for free outside. You can smoke your dope, drink beers, what have you. It's a great time. Yeah. Right and and uh, people will be there from the Sunset Beer Company with top-notch beers. Oh my guess So there's that too. There's indie craft beers. It's the best show. It's the best show in LA. Well, right? when I went, it wasn't craft beers, and there was burgers, I guess, and the buns weren't homemade, and there's you brought some beer, but there's like good beer now and free foods. And that's enough for me to come back. No, the, Live in your crawl yeah. space, Brado. NBD. Yeah. Wife, wife uh, with a few vodkas in her told me that it was okay if you stayed. <laughs> I'll just get crew. I'll hop in the hop in the car, blast that Buick across the country, and see you in yeah. I don't know two three weeks. Brado, thank you Hell for joining. Yeah. Thank you for Thanks joining. Thanks for having me. Love you, bud. Love you too. Great looking forward to the weekend, you guys. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. Just all American dudes out making power moves. Yeah. Got football on TV, my girlfriend, she's sleazy. 
Favorite kind of beer is free. I'm just making power moves, sipping some natty lights, late nights and bar frights, rocking the Winston lights, just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves, just to a Detroit groove. All American dudes, just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove. Just some American dudes. I'm making power moves. I'm making power.